Mother's Day is this Sunday. Are you ready to be disappointed? Hi there, I'm Tracy, and this is the Essential Stepmom Podcast, your source of unconventional advice and inspiration for the womanly art of raising someone else's kids. Is it really an art? You bet. Nobody pops out of the womb with an instinct for step-parenting. It's something you practice and get better at, like anything else. And if you found this podcast, it means you're smart enough to look for someone who's been practicing the moves for a long time to stand in your corner and coach you through it. I'll share my wins, my missteps, and my analysis of what worked for my family over the last 14 years and why it could work for you too. If you like this stuff, don't forget to subscribe. And you can get more of me at EssentialStepmom.com. Okay, not all of you will be disappointed, but it's a bit like Valentine's Day. Be honest. How many years have you been at least a little bit underwhelmed with Valentine's Day? Mother's Day is, by definition, an opportunity to rub a little salt into your wound. Either you have to observe Biomom getting attention, definitely from her kids and possibly even from your significant other, and that can't feel good, or you're secretly expecting some sign of appreciation for all the motherly things you do for your stepkids, and you've forgotten that kids really don't notice those things because they're just used to adults taking care of their every need. Mostly, you're hoping that your significant other will make a big fuss over you, especially if you don't have biological children, knowing how much it would mean to you to cement your place in the family on this symbolic occasion. I'm here today to shake you by the shoulders and splash a little cold water on your face. It's not your day. It's not your day. Don't despair. Your day is actually coming the Sunday after. And if you didn't already know that, make sure you listen to the end of this episode and find out how you're going to have something many times more wonderful than a day of smelly candles and bath bombs. Do you know anything about the origin of Mother's Day? It was started back in 1905 by Anna Jarvis as a memorial to her own mother, Anne-Marie Reeves Jarvis, who sounds like a very special lady indeed. She was a community activist during the time of the American Civil War, so we're talking like 150 years ago, more or less. She's remembered for starting something called Mother's Day Work Clubs, where women went door-to-door teaching hygiene and wellness to families. Then she retooled her clubs to be able to give care to wounded soldiers from both sides of the conflict. Imagine that. Here's what Wikipedia has to say about her. Jarvis's efforts to keep the community together continued after the Civil War ended. After the fighting concluded, public officials seeking ways to eliminate post-war strife called on Jarvis to help. She and her club members planned a Mother's Friendship Day for soldiers from both sides and their families at the Taylor County Courthouse in Prundytown to help the healing process. Despite threats of violence, Jarvis successfully staged the event in 1868. She shared with the veterans 
a message of unity and reconciliation. Bands played Dixie and the Star-Spangled Banner, and the event ended with everyone, North and South, joining together to sing Old Lang Syne. This effective and emotional event reduced many to tears. It showed the community that old animosities were destructive and must end. Isn't that just incredible? Who but a woman could have pulled that off, eh? <laughs> so Anne-Marie Jarvis passed away on the second Sunday of May in 1905. And two years later, on the same Sunday in May, her daughter Anna held a small memorial service in her hometown of Grafton, West Virginia. The attendees all received a white carnation, which had been Anne-Marie's favorite flower. What Anna most wanted for this day to become was a personal celebration of each person's own mother and an acknowledgement of all that your mother had done for you. But it wasn't long before commercial interests took advantage of the sentimental nature of this holiday. The greeting card industry pretty much grew out of this one annual event, and florists went berserk. In fact, the price of white carnations increased from half a cent each in 1908 to a buck apiece by 1920. And Anna was livid. She actually copyrighted the name Mother's Day, insisting on the individual mother apostrophe S spelling. It was supposed to be a special day for each mother, not for mothers in general. You were supposed to go and visit your own mother. And lots of people actually did that for years and years. Anna eventually went to jail for storming the Philadelphia Convention of War Mothers of America when they were planning a big Mother's Day celebration. I think her own mother would have been quite proud of her. I just wanted you to know where all of this comes from. It's easy to get carried away with what we think is supposed to happen because of all the TV commercials selling people stuff they think their mothers should have. More importantly, they're selling you an image of what your own loving family should be doing for you. I say it's none of anybody's business what your family does for you. It's a critical moment for a stepmom when the celebration of mother happens. To be or not to be a mother to your stepkids is the central question of your life as a stepmom. And you have to ask it again on a daily basis. We have to guard our hearts very carefully against outside influences that would manipulate us and press our most sensitive buttons. Let's talk about the range of what actually happens, both good and bad, on the second Sunday in May. The first thing you have to know is that this year is going to be very, very different for biological mothers. And that's because 99.9% of Mother's Day gifts are designed by school teachers and made during class time. That's where the painted flower pot with sprouting seeds comes from. That's where the macaroni and sparkles picture frame comes from. That's where the handmade cards are drawn, colored, and signed. No child can forget Mother's Day because their teacher sees to it that they don't forget. Even if dad has to run out at 8 o'clock on Sunday morning to whatever the hell is open for a last-minute box of chocolate, there will be something from the kids because their teacher made that happen. This year, it's anyone's guess how Mother's Day is going to go down for the bio moms. But since I'm one of them, let, I want to let you know that I'm really not wishing ill on anybody. 
if your stepkids live with you all the time, and if they are even aware of Mother's Day, and here, I'm going to ask you to think back and try to remember if it was on your radar at all, except for being your chance to give the thing you made at school to your mom. If your stepkids live with you all the time and they're aware of Mother's Day, it's got to be a day of mixed emotions for them. Maybe wanting to really wow their mother with something so she'll notice them. Maybe wondering if she's even going to want to see them. Maybe feeling guilty for having pretty much forgotten about her or for secretly wishing that you were their mom instead. You can't know the inner torment of a child who doesn't live with his or her mom. Like, how can that be completely okay? If your stepkids live mostly with their mom, how shall they acknowledge you on this special day of mom, mom, mom? Do they risk upsetting mom on her special day to do or say or send something nice to you? I can tell you right now, I wouldn't do it if I were in that position. Here's what a couple of stepmoms in my community had to say about how they remember handling Mother's Day as a stepchild. One woman says, I didn't celebrate with my stepmom until I was old enough to drive, and I did not tell my mom where I was going. I still hide it from her, and I'm 41. I love and appreciate my stepmom, but unfortunately, it would hurt my mom's feelings to know that. I manage her feelings for her, so as a child of divorce, I would recommend not making any children, step or bile, know your opinion about Mother's Day. It's so awkward, even now. Your stepkids might not celebrate you that day just to manage their mom's feelings, even if their mom doesn't expect that from them. If you want something, that's okay and valid, but get it from your partner. And another stepmom says, I never used to say it to my stepmom either, but now that I'm an adult and think about things more, I text her every year. As a child or a teen, you don't really think about it when you have an active biomom in your life. I appreciate my stepmom so much more now than I did when she was raising me through my teens, lol. And here's one from a stepmom who is seeing the first signs of being acknowledged after a number of years into her relationship. She says, My husband and I have been married for five years this October, and we've been together for eight years. Last year was the first year that I received something from one of my stepdaughters. She also wrote bonus mom on the front. I was really touched. I can tell you that I would never expect my own stepkids to acknowledge me on Mother's Day, and I'm really totally okay with that. That's because their relationship with their mom is, is pretty difficult, and I expect them to feel some version of grief or loss or disappointment when they think about her on Sunday, and I don't want to be involved in that feeling. I don't want them to project onto me any ideas they might have about all the ways that mothers can let you down. And I don't want to be seen as a replacement for the mother they wish they had. No, I'm more interested in whether my biological daughter remembers to call me. And apparently, I've even been guilty of forgetting my own mother at least once over the years. My dad created a Mother's Day gift for my mom one year that was, you know, a shadow box, one of the, like a, 
a frame, a deep frame, a shadow box that contained inside a Mother's Day card and a miniature axe, like the ones that are inside those fire alarms. And there's a note on it that says, in case of Mother's Day emergency, break glass. I guess my brother and I were not blameless in uh, disappointing our mom on Mother's Day. If you're not a biological mom, you have to remember that it's not the job of those kids to help you feel like a mother. That may be hard to hear, I know, but it's the truth. And it's one of the reasons that I keep encouraging stepmoms to take a different kind of role than mom. One more like aunt, mentor, friend, or even fairy godmother. So you don't let yourself get carried away by your own hormones. On the other hand, your partner is their parent. And yes, he or she should at least take the opportunity to thank you for the motherly things you do for their kids, for anything at all you do to help raise them, whether it's a little or a lot. And I'm going to give him or her a great way to do that in just a minute. First, here's your Mother's Day readiness checklist. Number one, check your expectations. Unless you won the stepmom lottery and you happen to be great friends with the bio mom, and so your stepkids have no loyalty issues whatsoever, your stepkids need to save their own skins on Mother's Day, and that's exactly what they're going to do. Even leaving out any kind of possible emotional blackmail from their mom, it's completely appropriate for children to spend one day a year honoring the person who brought them into this world, period. So be clear on your expectation that this day belongs to her. We'll get to your day in a minute. Number two, more expectations. Don't expect your partner to do or say anything special on Mother's Day, and here's why. Your partner might not actually identify you as a mother figure for his or her kids, especially if they don't live with you most of the time. So you might just not be on the Mother's Day radar. He or she might feel awkward if their kids have a strained relationship with you and that could make him or her prefer to just take a pass on the whole thing and pretend it's not happening at all. Here's something I bet you haven't thought about. Mother's Day can be a hard time for anyone who has lost their own mother. So if you're extra weepy on that day, or if your partner is not in a mood to celebrate, think about whether that might be a reason. And that goes for kids too, of course. Here's another reason your spouse might not like to party on Mother's Day. It's a reminder of having brought children into the world with someone they now recognize to be a terrible mother and it can stir up a lot of guilt about that. And finally, if you're trying to conceive, or if you've suffered a miscarriage, it could feel extremely tacky to wish you a happy Mother's Day, and it actually is. I hope that your partner can at least manage to say something like, thanks, honey, for all that you do for my kids. I really do appreciate it. Never mind the card and flowers. That's what you really want to hear. Don't let it be all about what you wish you could post to Instagram. Number four, if you find yourself alone on Mother's Day, celebrate. You're not being abandoned, you're being liberated. 
It's your time to do something nice for yourself. What's it going to be? A long, slow bath with a good book or your favorite playlist? In other times, I would have said a nice lunch with a girlfriend or an afternoon alone, checking out makeup or lingerie, but those things are out for the time being. If you're lucky enough to get some actual time alone, remember how much you were dying for that just a few days before and don't fritter away scrolling and pinning. Do whatever it is you were dreaming about doing if only you had the time. And don't be like me and forget about your own mom. Number four, get ready for stepmom day. Yes, it's a thing. Since the year 2000, when it was read into the United States congressional record and supported by lawmakers as a national holiday. There's some charming history there too, and I won't go into it too much, but little Lizzie Capuzzi, a nine-year-old from Pennsylvania, wanted to celebrate her stepmom Joyce with a separate holiday, and she decided it should be the Sunday after Mother's Day. Brilliant choice, little Lizzie, because most blended families operate on an every other week or every other weekend basis. So if you're with mom on the second Sunday of May, you should probably be with dad and stepmom the following week. Yes, it's a newer holiday, but it's already celebrating its 20th anniversary this year. So it's about time we made it more established. Stepmom Day is an awesome opportunity for making new memories with your blended family that are going to turn you into a solid family unit that everyone feels good about belonging to. That's why I suggest that the best gift for Stepmom Day is a family activity, especially something that the kids will really want to participate in, since the idea is to leave a great feeling about being able to celebrate this Stepmom Day. What kind of activity would be appropriate? I had a list of things last year that might not work at all this year, given the lockdown that most of us are still living with. So let's be creative. What about a picnic in your own backyard or on your porch or balcony or on a blanket in the living room if that's all you can manage? Let dad and the kids put that together so you get to be surprised. That's also good for ticking something else off your list, which is making opportunities for dad to do special things with his kids. Let them be a team and figure something out. How about a celebration breakfast or maybe pancakes for dinner, something that you can revisit year after year and make it a tradition. A family backyard ball game, or if it's allowed, a bike ride or a nature walk. A living room sleepover or backyard tenting. What about a basement disco? Let the kids pick all the music and everyone get dressed up in whatever you can find and let loose. Suggest some ideas to your partner. Don't be shy to say what you would like to have happen on Stepmom Day. Nobody's a mind reader. And remember, you are not under the spell of the advertising industry. You don't really need a card and flowers, and you totally don't need a smelly candle or more bubble bath. You need traction to move your family forward towards wholeness. And this can totally do it for you. There's something else you need to remember that the origin of Mother's Day is a celebration of the life of one woman who put together the winners and losers of the Civil War and got them to sing and cry together and embrace each other. Number five, call a truce in your heart. If your partner's ex had been a better wife or girlfriend, 
you wouldn't be with your partner now. She's the loser. You're the winner. Be gracious for one day. Allow yourself to hold her in your thoughts with compassion, no matter how much blood has been shed on the battlefield. It's hard to be the better person, but you get to, well, become a better person. Isn't that a better gift than the stupid soap on a rope your partner's going to get in the middle of June? I only realized it while writing this podcast. This is the meaning of Mother's Day. It's about bringing mothers together to get over our grievances, even when we've lost our sons and our husbands and our way of life. Think about it. If Anne-Marie Jarvis, a woman with no special influence, and certainly without the right to either own property or cast a vote, could stage an unprecedented Mother's Friendship Day all the way back in 1868 to heal the wounds of the civil fucking war, anything is possible. Let this be our mission as stepmoms. I mean, why the hell not? Be the change you want to see, as they say. Big steps or baby steps. Just keep stepping in the right direction. That's all for this episode. If you're enjoying this, remember to subscribe wherever you're listening. Did you know that we're being heard in 48 countries now? There are other curious, forward-thinking stepmoms like you in every corner of the world. And you can help them find us and join our community by leaving a rating or a review. That's how this podcast will pop up when they search stepmom advice. Someone did that for you, you know, so pay it forward. I also have a little Facebook tribe, which I guard against bashing like a pit bull with lipstick. It's a friendly, 100% positive place. And if that's what you've been looking for, we'd be glad to have you there. Just send a join request to The Spectacular Stepmom. Personal one-on-one support is available by visiting my website, essentialstepmom.com. Thank you.